0: Join them as they talk about why it is always worthwhile to take care in business. Taking care in business is made possible with support from Conscious Capitalism, Inc., helping individuals and companies become more conscious with transformational experiences that inspire, educate, and empower people and organizations to elevate humanity through business. Go to ConsciousCapitalism.org for more information.
1: Hey, Vicky. Hey, Kathy. How are you? Good.
2: Good, good. Hey, I am so excited. This weekend, we had opportunity to go to the 100 Acres at the Museum of Art, the
1: Indianapolis Museum of Art, which oh. was amazing. I haven't done that one yet. Newfields. Yeah. Well, New Yes. yes. Uh, yes new I guess it's now. called that now. I, I did the uh, light. Dis, you know, the, at Christmas, the yeah. lights was wonderful. Well,
2: don't you think it is so cool now that you can actually see art in places other than inside the museum?
1: Well, yes, and it's thanks to places like, well, here locally, like the Indianapolis Arts Council.
2: Right. You know. Exactly. Um, but it's true. Well, what's really cool is that today we have uh, Steve Sanner of Jiffy Lube. Um, with us, and he's going to talk a little bit more about their participation in that uh, a public art project.
1: Oh, and I th- I think Indianapolis Arts Council sponsors it. Yeah, now yeah. that I'm, it's all coming together from the pre-N-A-V-O. that's right, that's yep, right. Yep, yep. Okay. So
2: really excited to welcome our next guest, Steve Sanner. Steve has been the owner of a Jiffy Lube franchise since 1985. Since that time, he along with his wife Jennifer have truly used their business as a vehicle for doing good. I don't have to tell you this, Vicki, but corporate social responsibility wasn't necessarily a trend in 1985. In <laughs> fact, it was pretty scarce. So I think uh, some of the things that Steve and Jennifer are doing are really very pioneering, particularly here in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Um, since the beginning, the Saners have been dedicated to their Growing People Through Work program. And this program helps the more than 400 Jiffy Lou employees improve their lives take better care of their families, and develop pride and confidence in who they are. Isn't that cool?
1: Yeah, it's awesome.
2: Um, the program centers around training and resources for employees, and um, through the program, employees are challenged to be better parents, better children, better friends, and better members of the community. Um, the support for that, that Jiffy Lube offers through the program comes in the form of tuition reimbursement, First-time home buying programs, college sponsors—I'm sh- sorry, college scholarships for their children, sponsorship, and flexible hours for coaching youth sports, as well as volunteering their time. So that's just a few things.
1: That's smart.
2: It is. And uh, recently, the Sanders also expanded the community involvement in every part matters mural project. Mm-hmm. So we're going to hear more about that today. So, um, Steve, welcome.
3: Hey, great to be here.
1: We're glad you're here. Yeah. I will
3: tell you, I, I have a, uh, I love the 100 Acre Woods. We used to take our kids through there a yeah. bunch. And my wife just got back from a trip with the Newfield staff to Cleveland to, uh, oh. they spent a weekend going to museums and, and talking to the curators there about uh, how they use about their space. They, yeah, yeah, how they do everything. And, That's and I so guess cool. our new head of the IMA or head of Newfields came from Cleveland. and. Oh. Uh, Jennifer oh. was really impressed with him and with the whole group, and I, I can't wait to see what they do with Newfields.
1: Yeah, I, I heard him speak at a Rotary. We went. We had a Rotary meeting at Newfields. It was. He's he's really sharp. Yeah. Uh,
3: just so many. I mean, the Newfields name. I I didn't really. I wasn't paying that much attention. Right. I didn't really see what I it know, was all right? about. You but it makes design, it yeah. makes perfect sense with the with the horticultural work they're doing with the the, yeah, uh, with the culinary arts. They're they're starting to expand to. It. So it just it's, it's a wonderful thing for yeah, the city. Yeah,
2: it's mm-hmm. neat. So take us back, 1985. Yeah,
3: I was six years old. uh, (laughs) That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh No, we started, uh, we were looking for something to do. I had graduated from uh, uh, Penn State and had spent my first two years in Fort Lauderdale trying to start a gourmet food company. So oh, wow. I mean, gourmet food and oil changes go yeah, together right. just, just like yeah. oil changes in public <laughs> right. art. I mean, yeah, it, exactly. I'm, very, I'm, I'm on top <laughs> of some combinations. <laughs> I there, see but,
2: those connections, yes. But
3: uh, I, I met with a couple buddies and uh, that I knew from, from Pennsylvania, and we decided to look at other businesses to get into. Uh-huh. And the founder of Jiffy Lube actually came up with this con- concept of growing people through work. It okay. was something he was passionate about. And it caught our eye, and so, you know, that's, that's an interesting way to approach a business. To, to my parents were teachers, my grandmother was a teacher, one of my sisters is a teacher, and so it just, it, it, it hit me, hit a chord within me that hey, this is a chance to take young people or middle-aged people, right. in some cases some older people, mm-hmm. and, and who, who've, you know either this is their first opportunity to work or they've bounced around from job to job, but it haven't set down any roots, And Mm -hmm. haven't really made an effort to to build a career, and Mm -hmm. and so it's been a great challenge for 33 years and counting to uh, to be part of that journey for them.
2: Yeah, that's amazing. And so, um, mid 80s, uh, I think was I'm gonna hearken back here, but I think unemployment was pretty low then. Was that right?
3: Yeah, that's uh, I, I, mean, I don't know, 70s, little, like, late 70s was like, bad. Yeah. By the by the mid 80s it was better. But so nothing like today.
1: No. Right. But <laughs> so so
2: tell us a little bit about that. So this program, um I'm sure uh, obviously benefits the employees, but how does it help you as a business owner?
3: Well, I mean, we're, we're in a number of ways. We're we're in the business of of taking care of people's I- in a lot of either first or second most valuable possession, depending mm-hmm. whether they own a home or not. And we have to do it right, and so we need people who care and who are committed and who aren't, uh, you know, partying too hard the night before and who aren't, uh, you know, willing to follow the procedures. We need we need to have a solid workforce because we're working on expensive expensive pieces of equipment, even though what we do is fairly routine. So you know that that just led us into this whole notion that we've got to find people that want to be here Mm -hmm. and we've got to make it a place people want to be Mm -hmm. and it doesn't always work we have our turnover rate is is as sky high as it's ever been the Mm -hmm. difference the difference we see over the years is that we've gotten much better at keeping people after they're here for six months or so Mm. the retention piece our retention is great because they understand once they it's all talk Mm -hmm. when we tell them how much we care and how much we're going to try to help them and how much we're going to Work with them and teach them financial literacy and, and teach them just some basic things that, that I taught my kids, but these guys, a lot of them have never heard before, or at least it didn't sink in. Mm-hmm. And, and it takes, we find it takes about six months for them to, to go, hey, wait, these guys, these guys actually care. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and, that, and then they tend to stay. We have very little turnover after that point. Wow, we have a lot of a turnover in the benchmark. beginning we, mm-hmm. because people don't believe that we expect them to tuck their shirt in and to shave and to smile and greet people you know, professionally and all the little things that sound easy but really aren't, mm-hmm. especially if you have a lot of stress in your life. We talk to them all the time about the job doesn't change no matter how mu- you know, in relation to how much stress you're feeling. Mm-hmm. The job's the same you have to show up on time, you have to follow the procedures, you have to smile, you have to be friendly, you have to hustle. None of that changes. But to the degree that we can help you alleviate some of that stress in your life, right. it makes it easier mm-hmm. for you to do the job. And and, and so once they understand that, it, 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 it works an awful right. lot of times. You know, we, have, we have great success stories, we have great failure stories, Yeah. But, uh, and we'd expect that with 400 plus yeah, that's
2: a lot of employees goodness sakes so um how many you th- i <coughs> I knew this and now I've forgotten it but how many dealer or how many we locations 48 jiffy in, in lubes okay 48 yeah, and, four, some 40, in 40, and some in Indiana 46
3: in Indiana two in Illinois okay that's what I uh, thought there's 2,000 jiffy lubes around the country um more than 2,000 so we're, we're franchisees um we don't own every store in Indiana uh, okay uh, we own most of the stores uh, we own everything in Indianapolis, Greenwood, Brownsburg, Carmel. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't own Noblesville and Kokomo, Anderson, Muncie, Bloomington. Mm-hmm. Uh, they haven't sold to us yet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I see. I would think that other Jiffy Lubes would be chomping at the bit to understand this model and incorporate it. Do you find that to be the case?
3: Yeah, more and more. We we've won a Jiffy Lube has a national people award, mm-hmm. and, and we've won it so many times that they joke that they should just call it the chiffy loop of indiana (laughs) award uh every few years they give it to us again but we we earn it every year uh but people are getting better they're starting to understand this tightening of the labor market certainly has everybody calling hey what are you guys doing out there? because we're we're our sales are growing our car counts our guest counts are growing uh that's not the norm in the business people are uh Extending their service intervals. You know, when we were growing up, it was mm. three months or three thousand miles for an oil change. Now it's five thousand. In some cases, it's six or seven, seventy-five hundred. Um, so, so we've lost some volume yeah. of business, and uh, but our we're still doing more cars than we did before. Wow. So it's, and I think it's because of our people more than, more than anything else
2: so you talked about lots of uh, success stories and one of the things that you guys do i know is that you'll offer like a, a emergency loan right and i love so, that program. yeah i do too so can you talk a little bit about that
3: yeah so we we two two different things happened we were in one of our growing people through work seminars which we every new employee goes through uh, in their first sometimes it's their first day first week it's certainly within their first month mm-hmm. and, and uh, Lonnie Hinkle, our COO, and and I teach those classes. They're three hours long, sometimes they're four because I can't stop talking. But <laughs> uh, but we do feed them every now and then. So oh, that's so. good. Food always works. Uh, but yeah, we we we. Uh, I asked a question one day about stress. Like, what what are the biggest issues you guys have in your lives? And and the thing I hadn't thought about, the first answer, which then turned into yeah, me too, me too, me too, was I don't have reliable transportation. Mm. I had two cars. My wife's car broke down. Now I, I she gets up and drives me to work, and then takes the kids, and then I have to go get the car and take pick the kids up, and it was stressing them out. And I'm like, well, what what do you what's the car need? Well, just it needs brakes. I'm like, well, you know, we're now doing brakes. We'll do the brakes. How about we do the brakes? Yeah, but I, you know, I can't. I don't have the money. Mm. Well, how about we just take it out of your paycheck, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. ten bucks a week till you mm-hmm. till you pay it back. Mm-hmm. You do that? Yeah. Well, yeah. I want you to get to work, and I, w- I don't want you to be stressed out. So, right. it's that 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 started one program we have, which is just for car repairs mm-hmm. to keep our guys, mm, you know, smart. Make, p- yeah. makes sense. But yeah. we hadn't thought of it. We'd listen to them, and then the one we did think about was was more just generalized. We call it the Jiffy Lube Cares program, and We, the management in the company, I donate 50 bucks a week uh, for my check. My partner does, my main partner does the same. Some guys give 20, some guys give $2. -hmm. But uh, we donate money into this Jiffy Lube Cares fund. Uh, Our head of HR, our senior district manager, and whoever wins the manager of the year and the rookie manager of the year, those four make up the committee that approves these loans. Mm -hmm. And so this money that we've, that we've, shipped in over the years is loaned out uh, to anybody who needs anything mm-hmm. um, we've donated last uh, I think it was the end of August we had a, an accounting check-in we had donated about forty five thousand dollars into this fund and we loaned out we just crossed the two hundred and fifty thousand dollar mark in loans because wow. we you loan it out you get it back you get it back we get we did two we've done two grants where mm-hmm. we just gave money, right. we had an assistant manager with a nine-year-old son two years ago died of the flu.
1: Mm.
3: They didn't have enough money for a funeral, right. so we we paid for that out of the Jiffy Lube cares fund mm-hmm. and and got him taken care of. He didn't have to pay that back. And we had a tornado do major damage to one of the guys' homes, and uh, we helped him out with a whole bunch of stuff. But other than that, it's been four hundred bucks, five hundred bucks, seven hundred bucks. Sometimes it's my car's about to get repossessed. Yeah, You know, I need $300 tomorrow. Right. And I, they have, they don't have the credit. They don't have the right. savings. You know, so that program's been phenomenal. I mean, you, do, g- yeah. you get hugs. You walk in the store, you get oh, hugs. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is cool. That's that a is really, really cool, and, uh, awesome. And it, and it it speaks to that. It's more of that, when I talk about it, it takes six months or so. Yeah. They, they see their coworkers or themselves getting a loan like that and,
2: um, saw the difference. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely like, hey, this isn't
3: this isn't just bs these guys are real deal they, they figured out they need us mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and we do right I don't want to change the world <laughs> right <laughs> and they don't want me to change I'm right. too slow I'm not as, not as good as I once was
2: so when you were talking about your aspirations buying this this franchise you mentioned that you wanted people to want to work there but you also wanted it to be a nice place for people to come and so the latest initiative is what's I'm sorry, it's called the, the Every Part Matters. Every Part Matters. So this is so cool. So tell us, what's the backstory on yeah, this? Yeah, it's
3: it's been this has been a lot of fun, and uh, uh, it's opened up a whole new world to us. You know, traditionally we're in the automotive business, so we 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 promote ourselves in sports to men. You know, <laughs> and uh, good target market. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that's was traditionally what you did. You, you know, you buy the news, you buy the cult sponsorship, you do all this right. manly stuff. And over the last fifteen years or so, uh, you know, we we realized more than half of our guests are women, and and uh, and we hadn't really been marketing much to, to women. So we've been we started to think, how do we do that? How do we how do we get away from sports uh, and get into to life? Mm-hmm. I guess uh, would be one way of saying that. So we've started th- we have started to do a whole bunch of different things. We, we've done uh, women car care seminars with the City Moms Group. We're, we've mm-hmm. done Girl Scout badges where you, you know, girl, oh, girl Scouts yeah, will show yeah. up and we'll show them how to check air and tires and where to add the oil. Oh, that's fun, yeah. And they get a little badge. Mm-hmm. They can so th- we, we've done a lot of cool things like that and continue to do that. But then we stumbled into this public art initiative that has just become a blast. And, and has opened my eyes to to a whole new world uh you know the arts community is not you know you think of who who pr- who makes art possible mm-hmm. and you think of law firms and big medical groups and banks you don't really think of the local oil change guy mm-hmm. uh, but we were getting the the initial piece of it we had our broad ripple store got tagged with graffiti mm
1: mm-hmm.
3: Didn't buy. You, know, you just go out with white. It's a white wall. You can just right. paint it. And you're you're good. Uh, but it happened a couple times. And I had a friend, named Susie Marshall, who uh, owns Torchlight. And Susie called me and said, Hey, I saw your store got tagged. That's. I think I've seen that before. I know these artists, the Department of Public Words, uh, Holly Combs and Dave Combs and Megan Jefferson. And, and they specialize in going out and painting places that have been getting tagged with graffiti, and they put up a mural. And the graffiti artists respect that, and they don't tag it anymore. I thought, well, that's kind of interesting. Mural right. on the side of a jiffy loop, And, yeah. and that, so that was the seed. We, we met with Holly and Dave and Megan, and uh, what they did was commission artists to do a design that they would then reduce to paint by numbers. And we, so the first three murals that we did, we did paint by numbers. We did one at a Luke Bryan concert, mm-hmm. which was hilarious yeah. because mm-hmm. they stayed within the lines to about halfway through the show. <laughs> oh, <God>. uh, <laughs> yeah. And the artist kind of looked at it and went, whoa, and yeah. he had to touch it all up again. But that one was, uh, was a design by Justin Cooper, who uh, has been inspired in his work by a, a Carmel artist named Booth from 80 years ago. And uh, so Justin did a blue heron uh, oh. mural. We d- did the paint by numbers with it, and then we hung it at our 116th and, a- and Keystone store mm-hmm. in Carmel to honor this former Carmel painter. Uh, then we got the idea that we went to Broad Ripple at the same time we'd been working. We got to do something at Broad Ripple. Well, Holly herself came up with the idea for the Harmony Department of Public Words. Always wants a word. They believe oh. in the power of words. Mm-hmm. So they want—they have a word in everything they do. They did the "You Are Beautiful" sign at oh Fountain yeah. Square. They did the Monon train along the Monon, mm-hmm. uh, but everything's about words. So the the, the uh, Blue Heron was a it said breathe, hmm. and in Broad Ripple, Holly designed this tabletop with glass vases of different colors, and when the vases overlap, it creates a whole new color, and thought that spoke to the diversity yeah. of the area. And uh, so she put harmony was the word uh, for that one. And then we started talking, and as we got to know them better, Dave Combs, Holly's husband, uh, was aware of a book that my cousin had written called Marbles, uh, detailing my cousin's battles with manic depression and mm. bipolar disorder. Mm-hmm. And my cousin's a graphic cartoonist out in Seattle, Ellen Forney. And so we found we had that connection. He knew the book, and I knew the author. So, and I was in the book, page 55. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's an autobiography, and it was Thanksgiving dinner or something. But anyway, the uh, uh, you have to look at page 55 to see what she put on my head. I'll leave it okay. at that. Okay. But we'll the book's, called ma- the book's called Book's called Marvels. It's a great book. It was a New York Times bestseller in huh. in graphic cartoon. Oh
1: wow, that's uh, cool.
3: Whatever. But so anyway, we we did the cover of the book, and we got with. Uh, the National Alliance for Mental Illness, mm-hmm. and they came out to Indy Reads bookstore mm-hmm. on Mass Ave. We did a paint by numbers out there of the mural, and then Ellen flew in from Seattle, and, and with Dave and with Barbara from NAMI, they had a panel discussion that was, we, we packed the house at Indy Reads. Probably 60 people came to listen to them talk about mental illness and bipolar and, and all, the, all the challenges that they've, that they've overcome and, and ways to identify it and friends and ways to help uh, those that are struggling so uh, that really touched a nerve with us we raised some money for NAMI through Mm -hmm. that we we were selling the green ribbons that NAMI has anyway that was so that that create that's what got it all started in the meantime the Indy Arts Council saw what we were doing and we started to talk to them uh, because Department of Public Wards couldn't scale this and we want to we wanted to blow it up so now we did six more murals this year uh, we just finished the last ones are just being done this week and uh, we'll have six or seven more next year and we're just going to keep going it's it's been a lot of fun to see what these artists are coming up with a couple of them they wanted to they proposed things having to do with cars like mean, no I don't mm-hmm. want this to have anything right. to do yeah. with jiffy loop I want it to be whatever your inspiration is don't think, don't try to associate it with us at all it just needs to be public art mm-hmm. so we have a, a multicolor crow uh being fed a uh a plastic worm on a hook through like a (laughs) hole as if you're ice fishing that's up at the 82nd allisonville road store we've got a a very abstract uh spray paint uh uh, billy ray denton who does the sun king sun king Mm -hmm. cans and Mm -hmm. and logos did that one at 62nd and keystone shimira did a very abstract thing on 56 in Georgetown that when I first looked at it, I'm like, oh, I don't know if I like that. And my wife looked at them and went, I, that's my favorite. So, that's
1: okay. so it's just funny. so, yeah. It's crazy. What kind of impact is it having on your customers?
3: I, I, I haven't talked to many customers. I'll tell you, our guys love it. I was going to say. It's been really cool yeah. for them. They don't know. The, they, they haven't been exposed to the arts. Some of them doodle. They're, they're tattooed. They know tattoo art. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but they're really into this. Like The, the guys are looking at it like they love the process. They, they've loved talking to the artists. Uh, it's really, mm-hmm. you know, it's given them, a, It's broadens their horizons a little bit, right. which is something else we work on with them right. through the growing people through work. Mm-hmm. Whenever we do sponsorships, you know, what tickets can you give us? What can we do for our guys? Can we have a, you know. A party at Assembly Hall if we're gonna be sponsoring IU. Uh, can we you know, if we're doing a <laughs> concert series at, at Deer Creek well, Deer Creek clips. I'm I know. like I'm like four off. Ago. Roo Roo off. You're you're two behind Deer Creek. Uh, but yeah. yeah, so you know, our guys can go out there because they don't that would not normally be something they'd be able to afford to do, but uh, Every kind of advertising, we do, we always, what can we get for the guys? Yeah. Th- throw me something I can give the guys.
2: That's cool. That's um, awesome.
3: And so the art things really, they they've taken to it. It's been cool to watch. I bet. Yeah. You know, and I haven't heard much from, you know, we're just getting them up now right. from from the customers, but uh, but I, I, they they gotta like them too. I the Chick Fil A people at sixty second and Keystone, are, what are you doing next door? Yeah. You know, we're
2: doing your thing. Do
3: it public art at Jiffy Lube. Yeah. Maybe you guys should try it. So that's our. I mean, our goal mm. is to get. Uh, first of all, to get other Jiffy Lubes, the other Jiffy Lube guys. I'm going to Portland next week uh, for a group of. There's 13 franchisees from around the country, and we're all going to. We share best practices, and I'm going out with a whole uh, book on what we're doing with the murals, and hoping yeah. to get them interested in doing this in their own markets. And then I hope in Indianapolis, other people see what we're doing. And is Portland
1: know, the place with the bubble gum wall, or is that Seattle?
3: I don't know, the I bubble have no gum no wall.
1: Idea. No, there's a gum wall in either Portland or Seattle, and it's, it is like a mural, but then people put their gum on the wall. Yeah, interesting. interesting. So don't be surprised if the Portland people say, well, we'll do a gum wall Right. Yeah. if it's them. I, I think it is Portland. It's wow. Seattle.
3: That's Seattle. Oh, it's gum Seattle. wall. Yep. Um,
1: okay.
3: I know my, my cousin did a major public art project at the Capitol Hill Rail Station in, uh, in Seattle, was a big deal. She did some drawings from one of her one of her books that uh, they turned into this massive public art project wow. at the rail station. Uh, it's, so cool. it's really cool.
2: Yeah. So one of the questions that we always ask our guests, Steve, is if you and and you're it's a great follow-up question to that comment. If you're talking to others about how they can get involved with you know social responsibility, whether within their communities or with their employees. What advice would you give to them?
3: I think you just have to, if you spend an hour with some of your people and challenge everyone to think about what they could do, get a, put the work aside for an hour. Let's sit in a room and let's figure out where we might fit into this world of social responsibility. I can't, you, you have to be able to come up with a handful of ideas, and then you just got to do them. You just have to start and go. Mm-hmm. You know, ready, set, go. And and, and uh, the things we've done, I don't I, I didn't anticipate them ending or not that we're ending anything. We're still in, we're always in process. But I did not think we'd be where we are today on any of the initiatives that we're doing.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I mean, there were ideas. They sounded good. We started. And then all of a sudden.
2: They had like realized has and Whoa! And, and
3: then and then we can veer. We can go over yeah. this way. Hey, now the wait the art the Indianapolis Arts Council <laughs> wants to talk to us. <laughs> right. like, yeah, yeah. Okay. We'll talk to them. Yeah. So I mean, you never know where it's going to lead you. But I think it starts with, you know, dedicate a little bit of time with with some key people and and just challenge everyone to brainstorm and come up with some ideas.
1: I think that's Perfect. great advice. Okay, tell our listeners uh, where they can. Um, Find you if they want to talk to you and um, get a coupon for Jiffy Lube Ooh. and uh, and and just follow the art if they'd like.
3: Yeah, I mean, jiffylubeindiana dot com has all kinds of information. Um, I'm easy to find. I'm the big guy. <laughs> if you're at the Jiffy Lube's, uh ask for Steve. Uh, do the you, uh,
2: Do you guys do any social media?
3: Yeah, we do it. We do a bunch. We have a group called Green Loop Marketing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Melanie Allen and Megan Martin are doing a great job. Uh, we, we, have, we have Facebook. We have Twitter. We're, okay. I think we're dabbling in Instagram. I just learned how to use a fax machine, so I'm not really helpful on that. <laughs> <laughs> I hear they're obsolete, but right. I finally figured it out. Oh,
1: yeah. Do you know if it's Jiffy Lube IN or how to designate that it's your Jiffy Lube?
3: Will, will get to us. And, okay. Um, and that you probably have you can your, get your the handles. Facebook oh, got there. it all attached. There. Perfect. Yeah.
1: Okay, okay, wonderful. I think, yeah. Well, I should know you. the
3: answer to that, but again... I'm just the fax machine guy. We're
1: just glad you made it here, too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's right. Early. Yes,
2: <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Thank you so much, Steve. Yeah, thanks for coming it's by. Great.
1: Thanks. Let's give a big thank you to Matthew Soce, our podcast engineer. You can visit the Taking Care in Business website at takingcareinbusiness.com.
2: Or just visit us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at Taking Care in Biz. That's Taking Care in B-I-Z. If you have questions or comments, you can email us at any time at info at
1: Thank you for joining us today, and until next time, take, take care, care in, in business. business.
0: Taking Care in Business is made possible with support from Conscious Capitalism, Inc., helping individuals and companies become more conscious with transformational experiences that inspire, educate, and empower people and organizations to elevate humanity through business. Go to ConsciousCapitalism.org for more information.